0: Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about the future of energy, transportation, car insurance, and home life and now
1: here's philip all right another episode and this episode is going to be specifically a a summary of a blog post i wrote on linkedin earlier this week if you want the full blog post go to my linkedin page look me up philip washington jr but i'm gonna read the beginning and then talk about it uh a little bit and then and then we'll be out of here for the weekend but imagine five years from now waking up in your home powered by a mix of fossil fuels and renewable energy sources. You get some coffee, get the kids ready for school, send them off in a driverless car that allows you to still video chat with them on the way to school while you're finishing getting ready for your work day. You take a break in the day to review your bills, your stocks, and your Bitcoin and feel great about all the money you're saving on transportation, insurance, and electricity costs. We now have the ability to store excess energy lowering your electric bill and allowing you to not have to worry about losing power in the extremely hot Texas summers coming up and the irrationally cold winter months that apparently are might be commonplace. Your gas bill has been eliminated because you use electric vehicles. Your car insurance bill is lower because driverless cars are statistically safer cars, safer uh, cars than humans. Are safer at driving than humans. Your car company sells the car insurance you need because your car gives the insurance company all that it needs on your travel habits specifically. That allows them to tailor the insurance price specifically to your needs versus lumping you in with a bunch of other drivers who travel more and put themselves in more dangerous situations. You also get custom recommendations on how to reduce your travel risk and rates in the future. After you finish reviewing your finances, you walk outside to hop in your car, which is already on and waiting for you to head to a lunch meeting. You don't need to tell your car where to go because it already knows. It's synced with your calendar on the phone. As your car drives you to where you're heading for lunch, you respond to work emails, text messages, and you complete a report due. When you're finished with lunch, you step out of the restaurant where you guessed it, your car is waiting for you again. Again, you finish the rest of your work day on your ride home, then goof off for the rest of the day until it's time to video chat with the kids on their ride to soccer practice from school. Cause don't we all hate driving to soccer practice? Now, those of you who aren't tech geeks, right? Y'all might be thinking, Hey, is this, you know, is this, this sounds super futuristic, but it's actually like all the tech is out there already. The only thing in that, in that future that we are still waiting on is, the finishing touches to make driverless cars definitively better than humans. I I already personally would much rather have computers drive than humans, you know, because there's there's always going to be deaths on the road, right? My deal is, it's like when we switch from if, if y'all all remember the movie, what was the movie that we that that, that we love with the three three black women who were like computers that for the astronaut the astronaut movie. Hidden figures. Hidden figures, right? Like, humans used to do the math before computers did the math, and they realized computers are more, (laughs) they don't make mistakes. Humans do. So I think 50 years from now, we're going to look back and be like, "What?" our grandkids are going to look back and go, wait, y'all actually used to drive cars, right? Because computers are going to be way better than humans when it it comes to driving cars. And we're like 18 months away from that being definitive, right? The data is already pretty strong and so we're about eighteen months away from the data to be definitive, and then we gotta wait for people to become, you know, comfortable with it, and regulators to be comfortable with it because that's just a different deal, right? P- people go, "Oh, Tesla crashed over here," and most of the time it was a person's fault. And then if you look at out of all the people, <laughs> there's like a million dri- you know Tesla cars on the road, and I'm pretty confident that the majority of them self drive a lot. I know the ones that I that I know on Teslas, all of them self-drive a lot right and so you so we hear about like one every few years and we go oh but i'm like how many times do regular humans crash the road i mean heck humans aren't even looking at the road anymore i mean it scares me to death driving around with my kids in the car so that reality is around the corner and and when you and when you think about the reality right one of the things when i'm investing i'm saying okay you know what are the trends where are we headed and then what companies are positioned at the center of those trends right and then in that scenario, like Tesla is at the center of all of that. And it's, there's no company that's even close, right? There's no Pepsi to Tesla's Coke. You know what I mean? Like Tesla, their their electric vehicle fleet is light years above everybody's, right? Even they're competing in China right now for the non-super cheap model, like the regular car model. Tesla smokes the closest competitor, Neo. like nobody's close. Then you look at America and we don't even have, I mean... You know we don't. They don't have any competition with, for Tesla here in America, but the open secret is Tesla is not even really a car company, right? The car is just a way for Elon to make the batteries be able to do to store energy better, right? It's kind of like the, you know, when you when you have all these folks driving the cars and buying the cars, they're funding the research needed to make the batteries cheaper and more effective and to hold more energy longer, which goes for his main goal which is like alternative energy right how do we use more alternative energy like how do we store sun energy how do we store wind energy how do we store the excess energy that we don't use on fossil fuels because we waste a lot of energy because we don't have a good way to s- store it and that's really Elon Musk's mission the car was just the way to like get money to fund it right um it's kind of like if you want to start a restaurant maybe you get a food truck first to fund the restaurant right and so so when you think about him being light years ahead of the car companies and already forcing the market to drive down cost. He's won that and then you think about the home, right? In Texas we just experienced, I mean, we we can viscerally feel the need for needing to have a backup energy source in our home, right? And that market is ridiculously large and they already have power, the Tesla power wall to be able to do that, that I'm I'm sure sales for that is going to go up or not. I'm highly confident, right? Like I'm I'm literally like Tesla's an ownership we own tesla and and two of our managed account strategies, right, so I'm literally betting that that's gonna be a big part of of the future and there's no, another part of it where that I didn't really talk about in the in the vision was that Tesla's probably gonna do is like I was having lunch with my buddy. this was like yesterday, and I was telling him like I've never been really a car person like people have dreams when they make all this money of buying a car like i don't I don't have those dreams. I'm more of like an experienced person but I was like, hey, I love my Apple stuff and I want a Tesla. And he said, ah, that makes sense to me now because te- and Tesla will be the iPhone like of the road. So, every, so the ecosystem that Apple built selling products and services, like Tesla's going to do that in a car. Um, and so that is not even priced in, I believe, to the, like when I do my valuation work and when we decided to, to buy it, that wasn't even a factor. It was just, it was mostly on cars. You know, I mean, the majority of valuation came from what they're gonna do in the car market. It didn't come from the home market, the, the energy market. It didn't come from Bitcoin on their balance sheet. It didn't come from them being the the, the mobile phone of, of computers. Like It was just simply what they're gonna do right in cars. And so, heck, I did incorporate the part where there was a big valuation put on Uber and Lyft when they went public because the market knew that once autonomous driving became a possibility, and you can remove the humans. That was a big cost of Uber and Lyft's cost structure, and why they weren't super profitable. So when you remove, when you remove the drivers, their profitability goes up a lot. But the thing in that game is he or she who has the most data uh, wins that game. Nobody has more data, road data than Tesla. Like Tesla's aut- autonomous technology is <laughs> light years ahead of theirs too. And so I'm not saying they're going to go a- away, but I'm saying. Uber and Lyft are only going to be valuable if they f- franchise the software through Tesla, right? They, they'll have a fleet of cars that they get, that uses Tesla's operating system, kind of like, oh, I think of iOS for the uh, iPhone, because there's going to be the best, or Tesla would just compete and beat them out. But I think Tesla's at the center of, like, a lot that's not even being priced in and I'm, I'm a recent convert, truth be told. Like, you know, my one of my close friends told me about Tesla years ago, and I was like, bro, I don't understand why it's so expensive. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and after Tesla continued to crush people who were short the stock and continued to go up, I was like, I gotta, it's responsible of me to do my work. So I did the work on what Elon is actually doing. And when you combine that with the fact that we're going to have to keep interest rates low or the government will very likely have to keep interest rates low for a long period of time because financially they can't afford higher rates on their debt. then you're like, ah, we're in a world where Tesla continues to grow because we can use lower rates to calculate the valuation, which is nerd stuff. I'll explain that in a later podcast episode. But yeah, Tesla is a beast. And so this was the piece that I wrote. I pretty much summed up and read most of it, but you can go to the uh, LinkedIn page and, and read it more in, in, in detail if you want to get more into it. But I'm going to do more examples of more companies that are going to be part of the future five years from now, and these companies are all companies that we are either looking at and or own, but I'm I'm, I'm using it as a way to teach people about how to think through investing for the future because you want to be able to see the future and then you want to be able to say all right is buying this company at this price attractive which is which is on the next episode i'm going to incorporate how to actually value business in a simple way right it's not simple to do but i'm try, i'm going to try my best to not super nerd out on you so if you like this episode share it with a friend or two or three or 10 but i'm out for the weekend y'all have a good one one of the biggest planning challenges i see for Individuals that work at publicly traded companies are planning around their stock-based or equity-based compensation. They get stock options, restricted stock, employee stock purchase plans that can majorly affect uh, their tax situation and their balance sheet over time. And the decision-making process around what you do with your stock-based compensation can significantly impact your net worth in a positive or or even a negative way, way over the long term. And so, what I offer to potential new clients is to review your stock-based compensation plan and give my opinion on what you should do, what you should think about, how to put together a strategy around that. It's something that I do on an ongoing basis with existing clients, but I'll offer a no cost, no obligation, one-time consultation on your stock-based compensation plan for anybody who's interested. To sign up for a time, go to my website, StonehillWealthManagement.com, and book a free investment, no cost, no obligation review. StonehillWealthManagement.com.
0: If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com